I'm Simon Murray, Senior Editor of Power Motor Yacht, and I'm a guy that enjoys traveling. Actually, if I sound a little ragged, it's because I just got done road tripping from Boca Raton, Florida to the Northeast, stopping at various points along the way. Besides boats themselves, I'm fascinated by the pockets of boating and maritime culture throughout the United States and larger world. If you've lived, or better yet, cruised through different parts of America, you know what I'm talking about. Because people boat differently in Maine than they do in the Pacific Northwest, than they do in Florida, or Lake Havasu, or the Great Lakes, or the Heartland, etc., etc., etc. A boat, unlike a car, is not a universally applicable vehicle, but a highly specific construction influenced by what type of conditions you plan to cruise on, and the hobbies or industries that fuel your time spent on the water. And then you meet some like-minded people, and boom! A full-blown niche appears, which is how fixed and distinct communities grow and give way to even more distinct vessels. I don't think I could find anyone that knows this more than what I'm talking about than this guy right here, Ryan McVinney, host and creator of Boat Traders Stomping Grounds, a new series that takes a deeper look at these communities and boats. Ryan, thanks so much for joining me. It's a pleasure. Thank you for having me, Simon. And well said, by the way, I think you articulated that better than even I could. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, man. I, uh, I was kind of perusing your Instagram bio before uh, you came on. And it, it looks like or what you said is what you wrote is you're driving a 65 Mustang across the country, exploring American boat culture. So I watched the first three episodes and obviously the, the car is, is a, a fixture in the episodes. I was just wondering how the show's going and is that part about the car true? It's not a prop that's you're actually going around driving that thing. Cause that's, if so, that's badass, man. And I, I got major FOMO. <laughs> yeah, no, that part is true. You know, it, it, it began, we started working on the series during the pandemic. So, uh, you know, we weren't flying at that time. And um, also, you know, boat trader is an iconic American brand. Right. And, uh, so we have to go from town to town. We can't always take a boat. Um, we, we had to drive anyway. So I have a 65 Mustang. I've, I've always been kind of a, you know, a lot of people that love boats, love cars too, right? Sort of motorheads, gearheads. And, uh, I grew up restoring old cars in and around Boston and yeah, I have the 65 Mustang convertible. So we said, you know what, this will be an interesting way to, to travel through the country. Right. And, and we, we do that. It actually helps us meet a lot of people too. And, uh, and then a lot of them end up being boaters and we, and we go out with them and experience their stories. So that, that is, is true. That's amazing, man. I'm, I'm so <laughs> jealous. Uh, that's so cool. So where are you now in, in the world? Are you still, are you guys shooting right now uh, episode or are you kind of in between? We are. I mean, so right now I'm in South Beach. Um, you know, the first episode took place in Cape Cod. That was kind of the pilot episode of the series that gave birth to the whole, uh, the whole series. That, uh, so the first one was in Cape Cod in my stomping grounds where we take tin boats out and we talk about the tin boat mafia, kind of like a local group of boaters. It's close to my heart. Um, but now I'm in South Beach. I kind of go back and forth a lot when we're not traveling. I have an apartment here in South Beach. Uh, boat trader corporate offices are here. It's, you know, Florida is the number one boating uh, state in the country, more registered boaters here than any other state. And it's also the second biggest coastline in the United States behind only Alaska. So, you know, lower 48, this is, there's more coastline here than even California. So we have a lot to cover here. We've done a number of episodes here in Florida. You've got the Emerald Coast, the Forgotten Coast, the Nature Coast, the Sun Coast, you know, the Treasure Coast. 
So, and Key West, of course. So you can see all of those in, in different episodes. So. It is amazing too. Like, I mean, everything you said about Florida is so spot on and you could probably just de devote an entire series to Florida itself. The whole thing about yeah. the communities, boating communities, I mean, Florida is a perfect example because of all the coastline you mentioned, but also just the, the you know, the amount of inland lakes it has, but just also the diversity. I mean, you could do any kind of boating from John boats to bass boats to sport fishers to, you know, the, the super yachts, mega yachts, and then everything in between those. Um, it is amazing. And it makes sense, obviously, that boat traders down there makes total yeah. sense to me. Yeah, absolutely. It's it's a sometimes painful decision making product you know, process to decide which one <laughs> we want to focus on next is there's so many, right? There's, there's such a wide variety. And I think, you know, obviously being America's largest boating marketplace, we have the wide, the, the full gamut of, you know, small bass boats up to large power motor yachts, you know, and then, and you've got, you've got all the different types of fish species that you can target and all the different, you know, other activities that are not, you know, fishing related. So great loop goes through there. Yeah. I mean, really it's like, yeah, you name it, it, it touches, you know, Florida, if it's boating related. Um, yeah. But so that's so cool. So, but, you know, before we go any further, I was wondering if for the listeners unfamiliar with your new series, um, which they can find on Waypoint TV, as well as YouTube at youtube.com backslash boat trader, right? That's pretty much the way to get there. Um, yeah, I was wondering, yeah, can, can you give me a 30 second elevator pitch for Stomping Grounds? And also, I, I want to tell you, I love the title, by the way, it's, it's perfect. It's so evocative. Thank you. Thanks. Yeah. Yeah, that was, uh, you know, it's, it's my baby. And I've, I'm hosting and directing it for Boat Trader is, is a blast. Uh, you know, I can rattle off the synopsis is basically from the bayou to the Rocky Mountains and the depths of the Pacific to the sandbars of New England. Stomping Grounds is an exciting video series from Boat Trader featuring boaters across America showcasing why they love their boat and what features make it the perfect vessel for their neck of the woods. Um, and yeah, you can you can follow along on YouTube um, and through our, our partner Waypoint TV, who's an outdoor entertainment network, you know, they have built a really good platform over there. You can watch it on Amazon Prime, Apple TV, Hulu, Roku, also on BoatTrader.com um, under the resources section, we have a lot of the episodes written up, articles about them, similar to the way you guys right you know over at power motor yacht about about your content so we've got a, a library of content that we're building up there but yeah that's the that's the main gist of it and just exploring boating in america man yeah that's so awesome so so you uh you told me that you have a background or you that you come from you know the massachusetts area obviously yeah. boating's pretty big in cape cod and the yeah. northeast uh as well um so is that how you got where, where did the idea come from and and just a short aside you know, I've been boating with friends because uh, I'm currently in Western Mass and I've done a little boating around Cape Cod. We went to a sandbar kind of we took a Chris Craft over there, like a small Chris Craft. The, the sandbar nice. completely, you know, throughout the day, probably got there 10 o'clock in the morning, then left by three. By three yeah. o'clock, the sandbar was completely gone. And it was yeah. like the first thing in your mind is like, there's great whites out here, like get on the boat <laughs> or, you know, get to try land. So, but it's amazing that I didn't know about that tin boat mafia. Yeah. So, you know, I've cruised around there. So it just shows like how these little pockets, there's niches within niches. And it's just, it's amazing. It's such a good idea. So yeah. So where did you, where did you get, where did it come from? Oh, thank you for saying that. Yeah. I mean, I, just to 
back up about the tides, like a lot of people don't realize on Cape Cod that we have 11 foot tides or, or even higher in some areas. So yeah, that sandbar life is awesome, but you got to remember <laughs> to keep your boat, you know, moving so you can get out of there at night. Make I sure guess that they, goes for- Make sure that somebody dropped you off, they're coming back, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. Uh, no, but that, I think, you know, uh, we wanted to do a video series for Boat Trader and we wanted to tell people's stories. Uh, you know, one of that's one of the greatest things about boating is there's so many different sides of it. It's, it's being outdoors, it's being in nature. And uh, so it was easy for me to start with the Tin Boat Mafia. Like you said, little pockets of people, you know, doing boating their own way. And uh, that one was close to me. So that was easy to start there. You know, I was thought, what a, what a natural story right here in front of me. But that's what now we're going on and exploring all those little stories across the country, all those little pockets of boaters and, and what kind of boat they use and, and why they use it. It's, it's also a great way for customers of boat traders who are boat builders, you know, boat manufacturers and dealers to shop along with, I should say, every private seller in America, anybody that loves boats, right? Um, but people can talk about why they, you know, why the boats have been constructed a certain way and what the features of the boat are ideal for. So it's, it's a natural way for people to, you know, plug in a product, but in an authentic real way around actual use case scenarios and in a real life scenario. So, so it's, it's not just boring advertising, right? We're, we're actually telling people stories. So. Totally. And, and, and uh, the characters, I mean, that's like the other component to boating too, is like the characters it draws are simply amazing. Like I was just, yeah. I just got done watching the third episode that takes place in North Carolina. Of course, you touch on, you know, Grady White and uh, I think some of the custom builders down there, custom convertible yep. builders. But also you go to Reggie Fallon's house yeah. and that dude, like, I don't think got to be top five biggest characters in the entire boating sport. Yeah. Scene. Um, so, yeah, you bring in. I mean, it is so natural to bring in these people and everyone's got a story, it seems like, um, which is, you know, that, that's been my experience working at Power Motor Yacht is that you don't have to dig too deep to get, you know, an amazing, incredible story, whether it's a go fast boat or really anything, you know, a guy fishing off the dock in his backyard. It's like, there's always a story to be told. And, and you guys do that really well, honestly. Thank you. Thanks for saying that. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, Reggie, you know, even, you know, he's, he's getting a little on in age, but he's still got that same bravado that made him famous. You know, he, he took me to lunch from his house and uh, he said, let me drive you. And we got in his 700 horsepower Hellcat, you know, and, and went to his favorite lunch spot. <laughs> so, so, but that's like, I mean, you know, that's a, just a unique experience of, of producing this show that I, yeah, I loved every moment of that. So. that. That's just like cross that off the bucket list. Didn't even know that it was on the bucket list, but now you got to cross it off. That's amazing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, but just like talking about these adventures, like you're just racking them up, um, you know, not to offer our listeners too many spoilers, but of the first three episodes I watched, I think five have, have debuted uh, so far. Yep. You travel from your home port in Cape Cod to Brian Kelly's, who's a singer yep. of the country group Florida Georgia Line on the panhandle. You got uh, drenched by a passing thunderstorm in a pontoon boat that didn't mm -hmm. look fun. <laughs> uh, but I, I respect though, how candid you are in the series, willing to show the good and the bad. And then there's like the half naked archeologist sailor, um, and <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's yeah. just incredible. And, and then obviously like we're talking about, you know, that you spotlight the boats along the way and offer pro tips for your viewers. Uh, there's a lot of boats. It makes sense for a, you know, show that's, you know, distributed by boat trader. 
you know, Grady Whites, custom Carolina convertibles, Carolina skiffs, fountains, aluminum deck boats, lobster boats, sailboats. I mean, yeah. the list goes on and on. Um, yeah. So yeah, it's it's awesome. So so what? How many are in the can? How many uh, episodes are in the can? And how many? What does the future look like? What what plans do you have for this uh, series? Yeah, sure. So we have uh, seven in the can right now, and um, some some of the ones off. A little teaser with, that we haven't released yet. You know, we have Maine, uh, coast of Maine, com- coming up, and we've also uh, we've done. I mentioned the Treasure Coast before. We've done the Sailfish Capital of the World, Stewart, over on the Treasure Coast. Um, we're heading to the Sun Coast to do Tampa. Uh, we're going to go to the bayou. We've, we've got an episode where we're actually going to stay on uh, an old riverboat. So we're going to film out on the water, go on some airboats, but, and then at night, we're going to stay on the riverboat, hope to work that into the episode. Uh, make our way west, uh, hopefully up to Alaska, and, um, and then through the Great Lakes. So there's a lot to see, a lot to explore. And, you know, I think just like you guys do it, power and motor yacht, you know, writing about all these different lifestyles and, and boats that we encounter. It's, uh, it's been a great experience. So, um, you know, one thing I want to mention is Brian Kelly. You mentioned Brian Kelly, you know, meeting a guy like that. He's a country music star, you know, now on his own solo tour, which we're actually partnering with him as well. But that was, you know, him and I connected over like how we both grew up, you know, buying want ads, buying auto trader, buying boat trader. And we had power motor yacht magazine too, as like kids, you know, kind of like reading about the industry and, and we would circle ads of boats that we wanted to buy, you know, like, of course we're like kids, we can't actually afford these boats, but it was just dreaming. And, and that was actually how like BK and I connected too. He's like, Oh, we used to do that too. We get like a two liter of Coke and sit in front of the TV and circle boats. That, oh, you know? I so, love hearing that. That's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like, it's just such a cool way to like, kind of, you know, get everybody together and unified around the on the water lifestyle. So. And that, that is like, that's the through line, right? Like there is all these diverse communities that use boats incredibly different, but at, yep. at the, at some like, you know, foundational level or some basic level, it's like all these people are pretty similar because they all love to be in nature and they all love to be outside and the yep. great outdoors and, you know, be on the water. It's like, it is that it is like, you could go pretty much anywhere in the world Yep. and meet a boater and they're going to be a like-minded person even if you don't fish or they don't you know whatever it's like it is amazing and i'm sure yeah. your travels have shown that and more obviously yeah i mean you know s- stories connected by the love of nature and the outdoors and, and being on the water and, and being on the water is healing i often refer to uh the book blue mind by dr wallace j nichols is a famous marine biologist and author you know just Neuroscientists and psychologists know that the ocean and wild waterways are a wellspring of happiness and relaxation, sociality, and romance, peace, and freedom. You know, it's it's also it's good for trauma and anxiety and and staying fit too. You know, being out on the water. So, so yeah, I mean, all of those things kind of bring everyone together. And and you know, another fun thing about this series that you mentioned how we're kind of being authentic and candid, right? One, I come from like a, a film background and. I love where we've gotten now with media production. You can walk around with a, a studio in your pocket with the iPhone, you know? So you mentioned the half-naked archaeologist, like that we can have moments like that because we, we didn't know we were going to film that. Um, and it was all of a sudden we're on his boat and he's actually the preeminent uh, submerged archaeologist in the world. And so I just whipped out the phone and maybe it doesn't look that good, but you can hear him and we get this like natural 
story about him. He's doing his laundry on his boat. He just got off a dive and he's talking about, you know, like pre-contact archaeological <laughs> artifacts and civilizations. And it's just like, we, we couldn't even have planned that, you know? So, no, that is incredible. Cause I, it, it shows how far the iPhone has come and just like videography has come. Cause I really yeah. didn't, I couldn't even tell the difference in quality. So that's incredible yeah. that that was just captured on your phone. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah, it is. It is I, I love it. I mean, they say it's like asset light production. Now, of course we do work with like very experienced cinematographers and professional cameras, but you'll see in the show, it's a mixed variety. Right. And that's, that's kind of cool. It reflects that diversity too. Along those lines, I also uh, I, I want to give a shout out to Carson Talbert of Lost Wave Media, who he profiled yeah. in the third episode, because I've worked yeah. with him in the past and he's a great dude and a great videographer. And uh, it really comes through in that episode, that quick spotlight on him was really, he is. Was really cool. Yeah, yeah, man. Shout out to Carson. Awesome. And, and he, some of that footage was his, too. So he, he does a great job over there. He really Absolutely. does. He, yeah, he kills it um, along the, along that along that route. You know, what person or place has stuck out the most to you thus far? I know that's probably really difficult to, you know, put a finger on, but like, because mm. every place is probably so different. But is there one that sticks out to you? Yeah, I mean, it's so hard because I love them all. But, you know, uh, Key West uh, quickly became a favorite place of mine. Just I spent like two weeks there filming the episode. I, I, I spent a little extra time, actually, because <laughs> I was like, yeah, let me hang out here. I like it. Uh, <laughs> this is a bad yeah. Yeah, we saw like, you know, it's uh, we call it a boater's paradise in the episode. And it is. And we, we had a, a replica of the Santa Maria boat pull up, uh, you know, 15th century boat that they had actually sailed from Spain over to South America and up to Key West. And got to talk with those guys. Uh, th that was a crazy experience. You know, it's just stuff like that, stumbling on what you find. And up in Maine, we, we got to hop on board a Wheeler 38, which was, is, you know, the Wheelers, it was the original family that built Ernest Hemingway, his yacht. And uh, the company was out of business for a while, but it was rebooted by the grandson, Wes Wheeler, and his wife, Marianne, they rebuilt the Hemingway yacht. We got to go for a cruise around the coast of Maine on that classic yacht. And that was, uh, was like an unparalleled experience, man. I, I've, you know, I'll probably never do anything like that again. It was, it was really cool. And it was awesome that they had us on. So that's so cool. Yeah. I mean, we, we, we almost have to like compare Rolodexes because I can't speak to the Santa Maria, but uh, I've definitely cruised with Wes board that yeah. boat before and we probably have a lot of uh things in common a lot of you know people that we've talked to that are similar and then there's probably you know ones that like we've never profiled bk uh so mm -hmm. you know you know maybe one day we'll, we'll get down there and, and talk to him and yeah it's just amazing it's like amazing yeah. how many people you you just you don't know who in pop culture is a boater um right. so sometimes it comes as a surprise but for him it makes a lot of sense you know after you see him and see what his vibe is about. And then also listen to his music when he's one of the songs literally about naming a boat after his wife. So yeah, it like yeah. makes a lot of sense. Yeah, no, exactly. And I, I got to plug his music too. Cause they're, they're like boating anthems. You know, we got to cruise along the Emerald coast with him that day. And he's got a 56 foot, uh, Sunny Briggs sport fish, uh, really comfortable sport fishing yacht. And, and that's what he loves to do. He calls himself a Florida boy. You know, he's got a song Florida boy forever. So, but yeah, that he played us a whole album that day, and I was like, "Oh man, this is this music is is made for boating," you know, like that and, yacht uh, rock anthem kind of. Yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah, it was really really cool to see that. Like still going down this route, like what place or boat has surprised you? Is there one that sticks out? 
That's a great question. I mean, you know, every episode I learned so much about something new. Uh, you know, we're, we're going to see, uh, we're going to work with, I, I'm teasing this out, nobody knows this yet, but we're going to work with Avid boats uh, on an upcoming episode in the Bayou. And those are aluminum boats, but seeing, you know, how advanced aluminum boats have become now, even these are smaller aluminum boats, you know, but they're like, they're decked out, you know, they're like, they're, they're just really amazing boats. So, so that, that it was seeing that level of, you know, uh, engineering go into a, a small aluminum boat like that is, is surprised me. And, and I think it's really cool. You know, I'm, I'm, like I said, constantly learning. So I think I get surprised a lot of times, like, you know, I went on, on, a, on a green line boat, um, which I'm not sure if we're going to be able to work into an episode yet, but Green Line, you know, I think we're, we're seeing a lot of electric propulsion and hybrid propulsion coming in. I should mention actually Honest Eco and the Squid boat down in Key West was actually a hybrid electric catamaran, diesel electric catamaran. Wow. And uh, that was, I think it was, you know, it was designed by uh, MIT scientists, I believe. And he did, you know, he partnered with basically a custom boat builder in California. They built this boat to have a shallow draft uh, to be super stable to be able to get up into the skinny water around the Key West National Wildlife Refuge so it doesn't disturb the habitat. They raise the propellers up enough so they'll never hit the ground and they run on silent mode. They have six solar panels up top and uh, you know you can go out to the sponge gardens, the historic sponge gardens, you know the sponging industry was, was famous in Key West and uh, you can snorkel and so that boat was pretty surprising to me actually. That's cool. That's cool. Are you, I forgot to ask this before, are you still driving? So now that COVID's kind of receded yeah. a little bit, are you still driving the Mustang? Is that like a, a challenge put forth by probably a personal challenge or is it <laughs> is like, okay, you know, we can attract some people, but that kind of offsets the, you know, road weariness of driving this around. So are you flying to these destinations? Now? Yeah, that's a good question. I mean, like we can't slow production down for it. Right. So, uh, if I got to fly somewhere, I'll fly somewhere and we'll do, we'll do an episode. I'm, I'm trying to keep the Mustang following along and uh, we'll, we'll do, you know, three week stints on the road. So maybe Louisiana, Texas, Southwest, SoCal, and then we might pause. Penny Lane is the name of the Mustang, by the way. So we, oh, we, sweet. That's, we, that, it makes it even cooler, honestly. <laughs> I mean, honestly, I love history and that, I think that comes out in the, in the show, but uh, she's named that because the woman that bought her March 14th, 1965 uh, in, um, uh, Great Falls, uh, Montana, right? And she, so I actually had her owner's manual signed with the original warranty in the car when I got it. Her name was Penny. So the car is named Penny Lane. She likes to drift a little in out of lanes. But <laughs> <laughs> so anyways, we call her Penny Lane, but uh, so she, I, I might have to leave the car at certain locations sometimes and then come back and get it and move it on. Um, so that is but it's fun, like behind the scenes too. You know, we, we feature some fun, like BTS stuff on social and uh, driving through these towns and experiencing the different little nuances of, of life on the road. So, yeah. Uh, but I, yeah, like to your point, sometimes if we have to fly, we have to fly. So we will. <laughs> so, you, so you mentioned your history buff. Uh, that kind of smoothly transitions into this next question I had for you. Because at Active Interest Media, uh, which publishes Power Motor Yacht, we're all kind of obsessed with the late great Anthony Bourdain over here. Yeah. Uh, so what are some of your influences for the show? Is there any ones that stick out to your mind? I mean, yeah, Anthony Bourdain, like Parts Unknown was obviously 
uh, a wellspring of inspiration for the series. I think we, we want to talk about not just boating, uh, like not just the technical aspect of boating, which we cover, but we also talk about all the subcultures around it, you know, cuisine, obviously, uh, and the history of cuisine, the history of fishing different species, the history of boat building and, and of neighborhoods and of cities on the water and all that stuff. So so that, that was big inspiration. Um, you know, I grew up like Jacques Cousteau and, uh, you know, reading, you know, Old Man in the Sea, Ernest Hemingway. And so anything adventure, outdoor travel, I think I, I read your bio. So similar, like all of that, all of the type of stuff is, is inspiration for me. Um, yeah. So planet Earth, you know, I mean, like, it's, I mean, that's, that's a pie in the sky, like ideal, obviously, but you know, I mean, like, I, I love anything about wildlife, anything about nature and history and, and how it relates with boating. It's all inspirational to me. And that's so cool. Cause you know, watching even just the first three episodes, you really see all of those inf uh, influences, the different facets, like you guys shot a couple ospreys not actually shot them but yeah yeah he rolled Filmed. some ospreys yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't, that's probably like probably endangered <laughs> species so that's probably a federal offense but uh but yeah you captured that so like you see the planet earth side you see the, the influences of history and all that stuff and yeah i mean yeah you nailed it with with me too I, that's that's what gets me jazzed up so i i really yeah. appreciate that stuff and uh yeah it's cool and it seems like you guys are just building on every episode each one gets maybe a little longer, definitely more views on YouTube. So it's yeah. awesome to see the growth naturally happening uh, over time. People are seem receptive. Yeah, yeah, no, I think so. And it's we've gotten a lot of great feedback. And the great thing about it is it's interactive. You know, I mean, if, if you want us to come to your town and your neck of the woods and show us where you boat and, and what kind of boat you use and why you use it and tell us a little bit about history and the nature in your area, we might come do that, you know, I mean, we, we even have like a campaign that we're going to launch this summer that we're sort of starting, which is hashtag my stomping grounds, right? Put that hashtag on at Boat Trader and like, you know, if we can work you in, we can drive Miss Penny Lane over and bring the crew, we'll come, you know? That's so, so cool. So, yeah. so they can submit it through the website, through BoatTrader.com? Uh, yeah, uh, well, I, the easiest way would probably be on Instagram, I think, you know, do at Boat Trader, hashtag my stomping grounds tell us, you know, hey, love the show if you liked it, or tell us thoughts about what, what you think we should do or differently or cover and, and let us know what your story is, you know, and and if it's something we can work in, it's on the map, we can come by and, and learn. I'm learning so much. I think our audience is, is uh, learning a lot and our audience is teaching us a lot. And, and that's really cool too, you know. Have you, have you got any submissions yet? And have you worked those into any of the episodes? We have, yeah, we have. Uh, uh, we have uh, the pontoon boat one, I think will be coming up. Somebody, you know, really love the series and wants to do, uh, wants to show us our neck, their neck of the woods in the Great Lakes region with their pontoon, right? I think I mentioned like in Key West, although those ones came on the ground rather than through social media, people saw what we're doing, stop and talk to us. And then we, we go and speak with them like the Santa Maria one, for example. Hmm. But yeah, I mean, we, we are getting we are getting great feedback and we are getting submissions and people saying, hey, you should come check this out. Do this next, you know, so. Yeah. And I think there's probably enough places, you know, like you mentioned earlier, just exclusively in Florida, but then in, in the 50 states, you could probably keep doing this forever. Is that is there any end in sight? Like, I hope there isn't, but just <laughs> keep doing this. Is that is that the plan? Yeah, I hope there isn't. I hope there isn't. Either. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I think, you know, we could we could keep doing it as long as people 
keep liking it and watching it and interacting with it and, and gaining from it. There's such a wide variety of boats. We, we haven't even, you know, we, we talk about power boats. We haven't even touched upon a couple sailboats, but you have the whole sailing world. And then you have like, you know, whitewater rafting and kayaks and so everything, anything on the water. And, and I think a lot of times people think, oh, boating is just reserved for the wealthy or something or no, that's not true. I mean, you, anybody can, you could buy a small bass boat just get out there on the water, just a John boat, you know, you got anybody, I mean, virtually anybody can get a John boat and trailer it around if, if you want, you know, learn how to do it and, and get on the water. So I don't see a, a lack of content out there. And I think we can keep it going as, as long as it's a hit. So. And, and also, you know, once you, if the day even comes, which I doubt it, but if you run out of material in the U S itself, there's plenty of other countries out there that love boating. I mean, I just sure. got back from Norway and they're big time boaters in Scandinavia, Australia. I mean, I don't even have to list it. It's like literally everywhere across the world. So you guys could really, you could be absolutely. the next top gear, honestly. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I would love that. But I mean, so <laughs> we were just at the uh, Palm beach boat show and Fratelli Aprea, which is like an Italian boat builder, old world style, like classic wooden day boats, beautiful boats. I don't know if you've seen them, but they're, they're just coming to the States now. And, and, um, we were speaking with them and they invited us to come over to Michigan and take, so these are Italian boats from the Italian Riviera that are now being sold in the U S so talk about like international connections and uh, you know, the history, the rich history of Italian boat making, and then seeing it here, you know, in America on the great lakes, is pretty cool. So we can cover stuff like that and talk about all the history behind that. It's pretty cool. I think that's amazing. The last question I had, because my voice is growing more and more gravelly as this show progresses. <laughs> I was wondering who is the gravel voice voiceover that you guys have on the trailer? It, yeah. I'm, I've, I figured the budget's probably fairly large, but not big enough for Sam Elliott. Right. Cause that would be <laughs> too amazing. I put Sam Elliott in the uh, inspiration when we were looking for <laughs> Clint, Clint Morrison is the guy. Yeah. The, the gravelly voice guy uh but yeah he's he's great and and he has become one of the voices of boat trader he's the voice of our uh you know our voice in the sky voice for for uh stomping grounds you know he kind of leads the narrative and when we're talking about history and uh nature and science he often comes in and and just really gives a voice to that and it's really really cool working with him i think he's doing a great job Clint, if you're listening to this, your voice is incredible. I mean, it, I don't want to say it makes the show because that'd be kind of offensive to Ryan, but it, it really adds a lot to it. And I, I love it. Uh, yeah, he, he can lend me a, a lot of authority if, if he introduces me. <laughs> it's kind of similar yeah. to like a British accent. Like you do get that a little authority. I don't know why. It's like, it's yeah, like the British accent or just like very stern Sam Elliott, the gravelly yeah. voice. It's amazing. Yeah. It's like uh, that, like a rock voice. You know? <laughs> right. <laughs> you're either selling a truck or yeah, you're, you're doing a great voiceover. Yeah. yeah uh, it's so good. Uh, but yeah, no, Ryan, I think that's pretty much touched on anything. Is there anything else I didn't mention that you, that you wanted to let our viewers know about? Uh, you know, I would just say that uh, I have a favorite quote. I'm not even sure who it's attributed to, but I always, uh, I always like to bring it up as, as just kind of a guiding principle is, you know, if what you're doing is an important make it important. And that might sound a little silly, but like we're selling boats. So it might not be the most important thing, but actually, you know, what we're doing is getting people on the water and beyond that, connecting people through stories and through their shared passions and interests. And 
that's what I can really get behind. And that's what I'm so excited about to be doing this authentically for, you know, an American classic iconic brand, Boat Trader, but be doing it in that way that I think everybody really can enjoy and interact with and learn from. So, yeah, no, I think I would just add that. And I would say thanks for having me on today. It's been a blast. That was really well said. And I'm going to, you know, either use that later on or just kind of keep that kernel in the back of my mind, because that is incredible. And I think that's what uh, our mission is at Power Motor Yacht, too, is it's very similar to you guys. It's just, just to to make right. these boats a little bit more compelling because uh, they're in, inanimate objects, you know, when, yeah. when you just boil it down to the you know bare bones of it. But yeah. it's really the people that infuse the sport, this these hobbies, this passion. And uh, yeah, I, I look forward to seeing more of the people you get to meet along the way, profile more of the boats and uh, yeah, the places you're going to go. And, and if you need a driver for Penny, I would gladly uh, take off a couple of weeks to come help you. <laughs> so. Oh man. Yeah. Well, I would love to collab on something. Let's do it. <laughs> Let's do it. Let's do it, man. Well, yeah, Brian, thank you again. And uh, yeah, good luck on the, the travels and we look forward to seeing more, more uh, episodes soon. Yeah. Simon, thank you so much for having us. Appreciate, Appreciate it, man. All right. Cool. Thank you for listening to the Power Motor Yacht Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please do us a favor and leave us a review or rating. Or you share us with your friends on social media or on the VHF. Anywhere you spread the word means a lot to us. Thanks again, and until next time, we'll see you on the water.